0: The Thrivehood Podcast is a useful resource for boys and young men who want to thrive as they mature into manhood. I'll be your host, Tim Williams, and welcome to the Thrivehood Podcast. Hey guys, what's shaking, what's baking? I hope a lot's not aching. This is your host, Tim Williams at the Thrive Hood Studios in beautiful downtown Middle Tennessee. Hey, what's going on? All right. I used to be a DJ, actually. I was just thinking about that as I started this episode, and I was thinking how horrible I was. (laughs) I I, I didn't do much better, haven't gotten much better even now, but yeah, actually I, I did. I was a DJ for a local AM radio station in Southern Illinois. I, was, I did nights. I did it for you know, probably, a, I think it was through the summer of my senior year of high school. And the reason I say I was probably not that good is because I, I went from 11 till 6 AM the next morning. So it was the overnight shift but from midnight to four thirty, they played larry king live so i got i had about two and a half hours of actual on-air time so i was terrible actually i was i was really bad so anyway just was thinking harking harking back to those days of of being a dj so anyway i digress let's move forward with the main reason that we're doing this podcast which is helping you young guys out there and i came across an idea several months ago, and this has sort of been rolling around in my noggin here, about some things maybe you guys, young you boys, young men, should should know as you're moving into adulthood, into manhood. And and the reason that I've sort of delayed that is because, man, there is a whole assortment of subjects and things that are really good for you to know. Some things I wish I would have known, some good stuff that I wish I would have come across. And so I I just decided to just pull a few out here so maybe some 10 top 10 i'm calling it top 10 it's not necessarily top it's just 10 things that i think are good but i might i may end up making this a series we'll come back periodically and talk about maybe 10 more topics things that maybe are good for you to know as you're moving into the latter stages of life and becoming a man so here are at least 10 for you to get us going during this episode, and then we'll, we'll, we'll go from there. So, number one, and these are not in any particular order. These are just some things that I came across that I thought were valuable. The first one is writing a handwritten note. Now, you would think, writing a handwritten note, dude, that's like in the ancient times, right? Well, you may have a point there, but let's talk about a few reasons why I believe this is still important. Two good ones. The first one is, when you get done with a job interview, send a handwritten note. Speaks volumes. Speaks volumes. An email is so obvious and so easy. The way that you step out and are able to be seen apart from the crowd and the rest of the applicants is to send a handwritten note, which means you should have good penmanship, guys. Work on that. Us guys, I know know that's not our forte, but we need to work on that. The other thing, too, is women, girls absolutely love handwritten notes. I'm telling you, man. Trust me. They love that. Simple notes, regardless of where you're at in your relationship, handwritten notes say something. There's a nostalgic Feeling that comes with that and it speaks to a woman's heart and a girl's heart. It really does. I know you think I'm nuts, but it's really good. Here's another one learn how to change a tire. I think there is so much value in learning the basics of auto mechanics. And I know that that's very basic. I understand it, but I think that's important. I think it's good. Why? Hey, we man up a little bit. We come a little bit manly, manly there, right? And how about if you just get in a pinch and you're On the side of the road, rather than waiting for AAA or somebody to come by to change your tire, you do it. Roll up your sleeves, get it done. You know, be the man. Take it over, take charge. Okay, here's another one how to read a map. All right, the first thing you're saying is, dude, man, GPS, we've got that on our phones and our cars and all that stuff. I know that and I understand that. But with technology, I feel sometimes there's a dumbing down that begins to take place in generations, and I just feel like it would be beneficial for you to learn that. It, it's as simple as that. that That's the reason we just got to be careful with all the technology and advancements that are happening. If you happen to get stuck in the middle of a field in Wyoming, and you have no, you know, you have no cell tower connections, and your or your phone is dead. What are you going to do, right? If you have a map, if you happen to pick one up, I would love for you to be able to know how to use it, how to navigate through where you're at to where you need to be. And it's a little bit like navigating life. You know, all of these tools and resources are helping you. Why not utilize that as well? Memorize your social security number. Memorize your social security number. You will thank me later. You, there are a number of times that you're going to need that. Ins- filling out insurance forms, filling out uh, filling out doctor's forms, dentist forms. You might need to be providing that to the employer whenever you get hired. Well, you not might, you will be. But a lot of different you know, voting registration, voting registration. Number of reasons why that's beneficial for you to, to do that. Plus, I would not carry your social security card with you for the chance that it might get stolen. Put that in a lock safe somewhere and have that in your mind. Here's another one. Learn how to swim. That's pretty obvious, right? Learn how to swim. We had our two children, and when they were real young, we dropped them off to a, a private school that taught them how to swim, and they can swim fantastic now. And they're able to use that in a situation where if they have to save somebody, they know how to be able to swim. So I, I think that's valuable. I think you should know how to do that. How to tie a tie? How to tie a tie? Yes, tons of YouTube videos out there. I think that's crucial. I think that's important. You're going to use that if you're going to a wedding, going to a funeral. You might be interviewing with that. You might. You never know what the opportunity, the occasion that's coming up that will allow you to wear a tie. And I think you should learn how to do that. Here's number seven. I would get the basics. Of understanding over the counter meds, what they call OTC. And what I mean by that is just the very basic understanding. And listen, by no means am I a medic at all. I don't have any experience in that whatsoever. But just to understand basic differences, I think, is of importance and of value. For example, suppressants versus expectorants, right? A suppressant, if you've got a cold and you're trying to figure out, well, you know, am I am I wanting to block the cough or am I wanting to make my cough more effective? Well, you need to know the differences of those things. So there's just some basic understandings. I would just get a, a good understanding of just basic over-the-counter meds so you understand what it is you're asking about. And, and when you're asking questions of the pharmacist, it's, you know, make, makes a little bit of sense. So I think we're up to, I believe, number eight on the list how to tip and when to tip, I think, is important, especially the way that our society is going. There is an enormous amount of services that are just continuing to expand and grow, and I see that in a number of places. So I think tipping is important, and not only just, you know, knowing how much to tip, but knowing when to tip. And let me let me just say this. I, I know and there could very well be some people listening to this episode that actually is in the service business, whether you're a waiter or valet parking or concierge at a hotel. I get, I get that your livelihood depends on tips, but I am going to say that the expectation is to bring your best. And if you don't, there's a good chance that you're not going to get the tips that you think you should be getting. It is as simple as the quality of what you're providing equals the amount of money that you're getting. It's It's just like an item that I buy a widget, whatever it is. When I'm going to buy that item, that item needs to perform to my expectations based on what I feel it should perform. Servicing is the same way, providing services. So if your if your service, whatever it is you're providing, is less than stellar, don't be surprised if you're getting 10 or 12 or 15% tips or sometimes nothing at all. So be aware of that. People that people expect us, whoever we are in the service industry, to step up. You want great tips? Smile. Have a great attitude. Do your best, right? That is it's just it's pretty common sense there. So learn that. Number nine on my list is check your oil in your vehicle on a regular basis. Now I do this pretty regularly. I've grown up knowing to do this and how to do this. Again, there's a bunch of YouTube videos that show you how to do it. And then finally, the last thing that I think you should learn is the basic fundamentals of using some tools, hammers, wrenches, screwdrivers, just very basic fundamentals. Now, I've over the years, I've gotten to where I use power tools and that sort of thing, and I've really enjoyed it. I I, I build a lot of stuff. We with my father-in-law and my son, we ended up actually building a two two car carport uh, next to our house. It was a freestanding carport, and was just and now that that isn't like the first and only thing I've done. I've sort of had to work my way up to that project for several years. But I've got to tell you something, you talk about rewarding, you talk about the feeling of stepping back and saying, look what I created with these hands. And then the pride I have with my son there and my father-in-law, who I call dad, he's pretty much my dad. I tell you guys, there's just nothing like it. It just really felt good. I was proud of myself. I was proud of my son. My wife was proud of me. There was, and every once in a while, we'll come across new relationships and meet people and it'll come up about the house and someone will mention, well, yeah, you know, Tim actually built that carport and they're like, wow, really, man, it's just a feel good feeling. You know, it's pretty cool that I did something with my hands. I'm not recommending you go out and do that right now, but what I'm suggesting is begin learning with basic tools and learning about it, understand how to use them, the different ways you can use them. And it's okay. Tackle some small projects around the house, do that. I've done a number of projects around the house simply because I don't want to, I'm sort of a a stickler when it comes to finances and a tightwad. And so I've tried to do as much as I can myself just because I don't want to pay somebody to do it. And when 50% of the cost of whatever gets done is going towards labor these days, I'm like, man, I can do that or I can fix that. So. I think that's kind of good to know. So there are some top tens, a little bit of information for you guys. And like I said, I may come back periodically and share some more. Hope that was insightful and helpful. And until next time, guys, that's right. Say it with me. Stay strong.